Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. After eight on Wisconsin's morning news. So we had a big to do when you were off last week, Eric, because the lineup, as we've to- told folks about for quite some time here, is changing on WTMJ. And so we had a number of our partners here at our headquarters. Yeah, I missed the party. Yeah, you missed the party. A lot of folks were asking for you. I saw the pictures. Well, then, plus, more importantly, how that affects me directly is I had to go up there by myself and re- <laughs> represent our show. Uh, you're welcome. So every day part had a chance to go up there, one of the hosts, to say, like, this is what's going on with our show. Yeah. And I told the group, I led with this. All right, tell me if you think this is good stuff. So the room's full of, like, the Gina Dellas and okay. folks like that who yeah. are our partners, and we wanted to have some time with them so they could ask questions about the new lineup. And so it was, all right, here, Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Vince Vetrano to tell you a little something about that. I was told, like, a minute and a half, right? So I led with this. The only show, really, that we're doing here that doesn't change hardly at all is ours. So that's because it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Ah, you like that? Good stuff. That's good, yeah. Hey, they Did they laugh? They laughed. Uh, and as you, if you listen this morning, really not much. Maybe a couple of things with the clock, maybe slightly different. Uh, Brandon Snide is no longer doing sports with us every day, although we'll still contribute to the radio mm-hmm. station. What we're going to do with the sports segment is usually we'll have it there when there are sports to talk about. If there's not necessarily a whole lot going, then we will find something else to put there. But we'll have you covered on the sports. Yeah, yeah, we'll take care and of it. And we'll that. hear from Brandon from time yep, to time yep. as well. But other than that, Wisconsin's morning news remains largely unchanged, but they're. Pretty much everything that we do here after 9 o'clock is different. That's true. That's why we wanted to bring into the studio WDTMJ assistant pro, assistant program director, right? Assistant? That's the word. Yeah, you're Mike's the one I'm going, going with today. That's you're the I'm boss of us, right? Yes. We report, I'm actually both Eric and I a, report to Mike. Yeah. A daily update. This is going to be the live post-show meeting right now. I have some <laughs> thoughts on what you're doing. Oh, you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah how, did, how did we do yeah, with I thought our, that 740 limiting... was a little, was a little, little loose. Oh, yeah, got like, a little loose. You know, like the story about, what, what did we do at 740? Was that my space shuttle dream? That was. Hmm. What's wrong with that? No, it was fine. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I like the paddle ball, or the, the pickle ball paddle. Yeah, okay. That was good. good. That was fun. Yeah, Mike, no, I thought it was Mike good. Spaulding, who's the boss of us, in <laughs> studio with us this morning. You got enough other stuff to worry about. We're good, so just leave us be. All right, great then. Thanks so, for having me. A lot of lineup changes that are going to premiere mm-hmm. or debut, if you will, on WTMJ today. Mike, let me just ask you the question that I'm getting everywhere I go. Folks want to, you know, hey, so you guys changing things up? You guys doing different? The number one question I'm hearing from people is, okay, we knew for some time that Jeff Wagner was going to retire. Why don't you just hire somebody? from noon to three to replace Jeff in that time slot and leave everything else alone? That's a fantastic question. Um, Short answer, because Jeff Wagner's don't really exist out there in the world. Jeff was not only a talk show host, but the, the space that he occupied on the air in Milwaukee was so unique because not only is he from here, lives here, spent his life here, but was also on these airways for 25 years. That doesn't really happen. And so to find a talk show host from a noon to three hour that gives you what a Jeff gives you in terms of opinion and perspective, that exists, but the personal connection to Southeast Wisconsin doesn't. So when we were talking about what do we want to do when Jeff uh, you know, moves to Florida and enjoys his time and, and golfs on New Year's, uh, what do we want to do? And yeah, we went down the road of, well, maybe we do just hire someone from noon to three. And we got we kept going back to the, well, yeah, they exist and they can do the political talk, but they don't give you kind of that personal feel. You don't feel like they're your neighbor because they're 
probably coming from out of market. And you can get someone from a, a Louisville or a Boston or a St. Louis or something like that to do talk. Uh, but that doesn't really give you the 360 degree view and sound that what we want to do. And, and we take the Wisconsin's radio station moniker seriously here at WTMJ. And so to just put someone on the air who can do the political talk, but offer not a lot else, it wasn't really something we were interested in doing. Okay, and let me back up real quick before we jump in with some more questions for Mike, uh, because this just came in on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. Please tell us what's going on with the other shows. I have to get to work, and I'm waiting with bated breath. I suppose <laughs> uh, we should go ahead and go through for folks who perhaps hadn't heard or or are getting caught up. And what it's exactly also on our website, too, by the way, at yeah. WTMJ.com. Yes. Yeah. Text the word lineup to 855-616-1620. We're spelling it all one word, lineup. 855-616-1620. We'll blast that out to you so you have it in front of you. But basically, uh, Scafidi is going to be from 9 to 10, and he's going to focus exclusively on politics. Yes. Then from 10 to 11, we do business with Jeff Sherman, and I'll yes. let you backfill and talk a little bit more about that. From 11 until 1 o'clock, that's going to be Wisconsin's midday news. Mm-hmm. And then from 1 until 3, Kristen Bry is doing a spanning the state type program that's going to cover all corners of Wisconsin. And then from 3 to 6, Wisconsin's afternoon news will soon feature Julia Fellow uh, from TM. MJ4. There's going to be a little bit of transition before Julia is up and running, and uh, she'll be joining John Mercure there. Yes, absolutely. Did I, did I hit it right, Mike? You've done everything right. I'll go. see you guys tomorrow then. Nice. All right, 817. On, no, yeah. go ahead. Uh, let's let's fill in some of those things. Uh, first, what Scafidi is doing with his political power hour. Yeah, I think big picture as you as you listen to what's what we're doing and, and as you listed all those shows, you know, the overarching theme that we wanted to get across was we're going to be focused on being Wisconsin's news and information station with some personality still mixed in. Obviously, how else would we know about the pickleball paddles? But... You know, we want to be able to be that information source for our fans that we we have been, but this just gave us an opportunity to kind of reignite those fires a little bit and kind of refocus during the midday hours. So, yeah, we were thinking about what do we want to do, having Steve do a politically focused hour, and that doesn't mean politicians, that means looking at politics in a 360 degree view with the politicians themselves, yes, but also journalists, strategists, bloggers, Steve's own thoughts and feelings on things as he was an elected official prior to, to working here in radio. So, you know, being able to do a sort of meet the press-esque Sunday morning news show focused locally on the state of Wisconsin and also five days a week. So that's what Steve's going to be doing. It'll be the same Steve you know and love, just a little bit more focused there. From 10 to 11, the upswing with Jeff Sherman. As you mentioned, it is going to be a show focused on business, commerce, and community. It's not just going to be, let's talk to CEOs. It's not just going to be, let's focus on downtown Milwaukee. It's going to be kind of a bigger look at across the state of what's going on and how what happens in an Anago or a Janesville affects Milwaukee and opposite to what happens in southeast Wisconsin, how the rest of the state feels that effect is, as well. So we're very excited with uh, with Jeff to be on the air there from 10 to 11. 11 to 1, uh, as you mentioned, it's a midday news show, similar to what you guys do in the morning, similar to what John Mercure does in the afternoon. It's another touch point for fans to be able to get that news and information that they're looking for. A lot of stuff happens in the midday. The governor, for example, today set to take action on the uh, the new political maps. You know, in the prior world, maybe we would touch on it. Maybe we would have it in our newscast at the top and the bottom of the hour. But having a midday news show now is going to give our producers and our hosts, a Greg Matzik and a Jessica Ty, to be able to reach out to the governor and say, hey, you don't have to wait till 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock. You can come on at 11 o'clock or noon and talk about what's going on. So we really love the idea of being able to update more substantially outside of the newscast with a midday news show. 
And then on the one to three with Kristen, the spanning the state, it's a really unique concept. We sort of took, and I hate using this example, the New York Times Daily podcast, where it's putting a spotlight on stories as opposed to you know, following the rat race that we do every day here covering news of the day. So Kristen will get the opportunity and a rotating cast of co-hosts will get an opportunity to take a take a look at a story that's bigger and break it down and be able to focus a little bit more time on it while also being able to look across the state at stories and get the like firsthand impact of how that's actually happening. So, for example, today, not to spoil anything for Kristen's show, but we're going to be going to Madison to talk maps, obviously. We're also going to be sticking out in that area to talk about the American Girl doll factory that's going to be closing its doors. Which is a tragedy as a it father is. of two daughters mm-hmm. <laughs> and a brother of another one who grew up with those dolls. It is, but it'll be a cool opportunity <laughs> right, to yeah. you know hear from people and how these stories are actually impacting that community. You know, we do stories and we talk about what's happening in Eau Claire, Barron County, but we don't often hear from people in those communities who are experiencing it firsthand. So this will give us an opportunity to do that. And then for Wisconsin's afternoon news, adding Julia Fellow is going to give us John and Julia, two hosts that have an op- that have uh uh investigative reporting in their backgrounds to host our primetime news show. So we're very excited about the opportunity to not only be, you know, a news source, but also kind of a news creation service and be able to do that throughout the day. And we should point out too, I, I you're not going to hear the same story repeated time and time and time and time again. The whole idea, right, is to dissect and, and look at different perspectives as what's happening to Wisconsinites and to the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, when you're looking at a news story, right, Eric, you know this better than, than most, when you get 30, 35 seconds to tell the story, there's a lot of stuff that's left on the cutting room floor. So just because you cover a topic today, I'm going to go back to the maps, fortunately. Governor's going to do it. This is where it's at. Midday, it just happened. Here's some audio from that. And then the afternoon show then has an opportunity to reach out and kind of follow up on that story and push it to what is the next day? What does that next angle look like? So yeah, while we'll stay on some of the bigger stories of the day. We all have different hosts that have different interests and perspectives and thoughts on what's newsworthy and what's not. And just because something happens in the morning doesn't mean it'll be ignored in the afternoon, but it'll certainly be handled in a different way. Folks are going to have a lot of opinions on this. I'm reading a ton of them on the talk and text line right now. I've gotten emails. I've gotten questions in that. How should people communicate with you? And I would encourage folks, look, if, if there's something you don't like, that's fine. Like just be polite and be cool about it. Give us some analysis, and we would like your feedback. So how would you like to hear from people about the new lineup if they have things that, that they want to contribute? Uh, please don't yell at our producers, first of all, would be my request. Be nice to the producers. Uh, but no, please reach out to me. My name and my email address is on WTMJ.com. I think it's a Contact Us link. Please do that. We read the talk and text line. We all have it. Uh, social media, interact with us that way as well because we're trying something entirely new here also. So there are going to be some things that we maybe overlooked or thought would sound better than it actually does in practice. So we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Well, and if there's something that you like, double down on that. Let let you know also. That also that we'll we also love take Vince Petrano. Right. Yes. But I can say, I can say, you know, we didn't make these changes lightly by any means. This has been a, a discussion in the process for, for months and months and months because we do want to put the best product that we can out there and 
provide our fans with the best content they can get. And I think we've done that for the 98 years that WTMJ has been on the air. And we want to continue to do that. Actually, funny enough, got a text from my wife this morning and said, I had a dream that you were so stressed about work that you started smoking again. So I promise you that <laughs> <laughs> we put a lot of time and effort into this, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be perfect. So please, yeah, let us know. And if you do love something, We'd also love to hear that as well. And Mike Spaulding is the Assistant Program Director here at WTMJ. Appreciate Thank it, you, Mike. Mike. Thank you, guys. 823 Wisconsin's Morning News. 828 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Again, text lineup, L-I-N-E-U-P, to 855-616-1620. I'll get Pancake to send you a link to the programming changes here on WTMJ, which launched today. Just some quick reflections for me on that. One thing I've learned, I've now been, we're coming up on what, two years for me being here, right? Two years, I think, yesterday. Two years. So, was it yesterday? No, 28th, I think, was my first day in the year. Okay, well. It would be the big anniversary. Oh, well, you're pretending you don't know. You've got a big party planned. <laughs> Huge cake, reception, oh, everything. Got to talk to Greg about that. Oh, something I've learned about good karma brands, and folks remember back in the day, we were all one company. There was Journal Communications was the umbrella company that had Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, had TMJ4, had WTMJ yep, and 94.5 yep. mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And then there were various separations over the years. So now TMJ4, while they're still our good friends and our news partners, we are no longer the same company. TMJ4 is owned by EW Scripps out of Cincinnati. We are Good Karma Brands, which is based here in Milwaukee. And that handles WTMJ, 1017 The Truth, and 94.5 ESPN. One thing I've learned about Good Karma Brands is, for better, and in some cases, folks might think for worse, they take chances. This company, our company, takes chances, takes big shots. And sometimes when you take big shots, you hit. You land something that's great. And sometimes you don't. And... What I've also seen in our company is when you don't, they're like, all right, well, let's change that then. <laughs> I mean, how many things yeah, have we changed? Yeah. Even on our show, mm-hmm. how we've mm-hmm. done some things. Now, most of those things have been small, but they're like, and then if that doesn't work, then, then we'll do something else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's hard for a lot of us, especially if you've had a relationship with WTMJ for so many years. And Milwaukee is kind of like that. Like we, we do not care much for change. <laughs> ultimately we get there sometimes, but even just the fact that anything changes, you know, it can be jarring for us. So I would just ask folks to give it a shot, listen to the, listen to the programs that we have. And if there are things that you don't like, we will take your feedback. Just be cool about it. Don't have to swear about it or offer, you know, all sorts of crazy theories about why things are happening. Just if there's something you don't like, we would earnestly like to hear from you. And if there's something you do like, go ahead and share that. Why are you looking at me? I'm like laughing that? at just the crazy theories. That is quite remarkable, some of the texts that we get and the suggestions as to why something yes. is happening or isn't happening. So many people assume like <laughs> nefarious reasons behind virtually anything yes. that happens. Yeah. Like there's somebody in a dark room, like, here's how we can really mess with this today. <laughs> and I'll just tell you, like, most of us aren't smart enough for that and we don't have enough time. So. I'll give you an example. Tracy Johnson filled in for Jeff Wagner for about a month you yeah. know, in, in January. We Big love fan. Tracy. Love Tracy. And I was talking with her the other day. I'm like, I got this email, and someone was just outraged that we didn't give you the job. She goes, what do you mean? I said, they said their, their idea was that WTMJ didn't want Tracy to be on the air and that Tracy was really trying to get the job, and somehow she didn't make the cut. And like, that's not even remotely true. She didn't want the job. Not that it was there, you know, like she already has a job, right? She really likes her day job. That was never in the conversation. So there was nothing nefarious about not doing that. It was just, that wasn't part of the card. So 
assume good intentions. We're trying. We, we would like for people to listen to the radio station. That's another thing. You guys just do stuff for ratings. Well, yeah, we want people to listen. <laughs> Outside of obviously, we sell advertising so that keeps the lights on. But like, we're not here to produce programs that no one listens to. So yes, we would like very much for you to continue to listen and uh, give it a listen. Give us your feedback. We're happy to hear it. Just be cool about it, right? Something you don't like, just be nice. 832 on Wisconsin's Morning News, which remains largely unchanged. Forty on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eric Bilstead, Vince Vetrano, back with you. Boy, it feels like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I was out a few days on my thing, and then you had... I was gone last week, so I missed you there when you got back. What's the matter with you today? Your voice is... (laughs) It's it's, really loosened up this morning, It's getting better. I knew it would start to improve. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I lost it over the weekend, and I'm... I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You're otherwise in good shape. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? All right, some AI news for you here. A man named Jake Moffat. His grandmother had passed away, so Moffat needed to book a flight from Vancouver to Toronto for, you know, memorial service reasons and that type of thing. So he went to the Air Canada website to learn about the airline's bereavement rates. You've heard of these, right? The bereavement rates. Yeah, and many airlines offer them, and they all have different policies on it, but it's because you have to book a flight on short notice. Right. And so they... Varying policies, but usually give you a break on the rate, right? So, yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. So he goes onto the site, asks the Air Canada chatbot to explain the airline's policy. So sorry for your loss. Yeah, well, no, the chatbot <laughs> didn't say that. But basically he just said, hey, what, what's your policy? I need to know whether or not I can do this thing. And the chatbot provided inaccurate information, encouraging Moffat to book a flight immediately and then request a refund within 90 days. In reality, that's exactly wrong. It's the opposite of the policy. The the policy explicitly states that the airline will not provide refunds for bereavement travel after the flight is already booked. So he's like, hey, what gives? So he complained. They were kind of giving him the pushback, offering him a voucher. Didn't want that. So he took him to court. And here's what's so fascinating. Air Canada was basically saying, hey, look, you can't trust a chatbot. (laughs) <laughs> what? The chatbot doesn't work for us. That was basically their defense in all of this. And if Moffitt... folks know what a chatbot is, like, right, so when oh, you log right, on to you. anything these days, um, okay, I want to book maintenance on my car. You want to do the issue. A little thing will pop up sometimes. Bloop. May I help you yeah. right now? Is there something you need right now? Sometimes they have a funky name. That's right. fun. And sometimes there are actual people behind that. It's just automated through that system. But sometimes, increasingly, it's artificial right. intelligence who can answer a, a number of pretty simple questions. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes they're very helpful. Your grandmother would be so proud of the man you've become. <laughs> I'm sure that's, yeah, right, Dude. of course. Uh, no, that did, that, that did not <laughs> Anyway, but what Air Canada said was Moffat never should have trusted the chatbot. And the airline should not be liable for the chatbot's misleading information because the airline essentially argued that the chatbot is a separate legal entity that is responsible for its own actions. <laughs> Well, hmm, okay. What? <laughs> what is that even? First of all, that's terrible. And secondly, what what was their argument? Like that 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 guy doesn't even work hey, here. He's rogue. He went rogue. <laughs> right? Sorry. Like chatbot. You rogue. made the chatbot. Yeah. Hey, it's not us. Thoughts and prayers. So eventually, what happened was they go to court, and it, honestly, it wasn't even all that much. So like originally, they offered a voucher for a two hundred dollar coupon for a future flight, but instead, they're paying for most. Of the ticket that he had already purchased after all of this back and forth. Well, and a ton of bad PR on Air Canada. <laughs> like, if you took this thing all the way to court, give the guys a few hundred bucks and be seems, done with it, right? Seems a little silly, <laughs> yeah. yes.
So sorry for your loss. Eight forty-six on Wisconsin's morning news. We don't know what he's going to do, but there's a good chance that Governor Tony Evers will take action on the whole legislative maps issue. A little bit later this morning. So he is up against a deadline. It has to be like today or tomorrow. I think right? it has to be, yeah, by the uh, by midweek, the he's got to make a decision on this. Right. And with the stroke of the pen, he could decide, you know, how far this is going to continue, if at all. You know, basically what the governor will do is he will uh, sign or not sign, I suppose, or veto um, the Republicans' set of maps that they passed, but that he created. Right. So the maps thing, I keep thinking of what's a, isn't it Dora the Explorer who has the map? On yes. the map, on the map, on the map, on the map. It's very good. Right. You're right. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that show, but. Do you have a, <laughs> it's still stuck in there. Do you have a gauge on whether folks are really concerned about this? I go back and forth because we, we, you know, we live in a lot of our WTMJ listeners are people who are plugged into politics and the information and, and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're a little bit more astute and observant and interested in these things. I don't know, just average person walking around there. Something that they've been talking no. about the last several months. Is, Absolutely. What no. do you think they're going to do with those maps? <laughs> no. Legislative maps. I'm really I, interested in ab- this. Whether or not they should be thinking about it, I guarantee you they're not. Separate issue entirely from how critically important this is for the governance of our state, right? right? How we draw the district lines helps determine the balance of power in the state Senate and in the state assembly. Mm -hmm. And right now, both bodies are in the hands of Republicans, despite this being a 50-50 state, and overwhelmingly so. I mean, the Republicans also have a veto-proof majority in the assembly. And one of the arguments is, is some of these state-run races, though, have been going to Democrats. So what is that showing? So the argument has been made by Democrats in particular for quite some time that the, well, these maps must be drawn unfairly. And it is, according to the state constitution, that responsibility for drawing the districts based on new census data every 10 years falls to the legislature. Right? That's what the constitution says. And the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled you can gerrymander or draw maps to the advantage of your particular political party, that that inherently is not illegal. You can go too far, and that's the nuance of whether the maps are fair or not fair or whatever. So you have the state Supreme Court that has ordered new maps to be drawn unless the legislature and the governor could come to some sort of agreement on what those maps ought to be. So then you said— So then the Republicans did pass a set of maps that the governor's office have drawn up. So remember, Governor Evers had, these are my maps, I've submitted maps, I gave it to the legislature, they're my maps— My maps, my maps, my maps. And the Republicans went and said, all right, fine, Governor, we'll pass your maps. But it was like not quite the maps. They, with, they, they drew some other lines, and so there was like 90-some percent of the maps, and maybe 98% of what the Governor had drawn out. But it wasn't 100%. It wasn't a carbon copy. Yeah. So he said, no, thank you. In fact, here's exactly what he said about that. No, I won't sign it. The, the, the only one that I'll sign is my maps, and those are not my maps. And those are not my maps. So today... So the Republicans went back and said, all right, um, fine, we'll pass exactly your maps, and we'll send that up to you. Why would they do that? Because they think it could be worse for them 
if the state now liberal-leaning Supreme Court has an opportunity to redraw the right, maps right. or some of the other things that were submitted to the court. That's worse for them. So right. Like, All right, fine. We'll and give that's, you your maps. That's not. That's why there are some who don't want the governor to sign this measure. Because <laughs> right, then you had Democrats so, saying, yeah, So he's well, hearing from on. Democrats on this now. I mean, that's what makes this like, man, the headache <laughs> that you have here. And here's the thing. The governor said he'd sign his maps. These are his that's maps. Your, that's your guess. Sign the maps. That's your and he prediction. doesn't have to. Like, here again. Why take 90% of something that's been given when you could get 100%? Yeah. You know? So if he's looking for a win, then go ahead and go to the state Supreme Court. But he said he wasn't. He said he was looking for fair. So if you go ahead and don't sign these maps, then I guess you cede the opportunity to go up there and be like, oh, shucks, folks. I'm just a good guy. I just want fair. I just Right? Fine. You can take the win. You can go get even better maps that favor your party, but then don't come to me and say, like, well, I don't play partisan politics here. I'm just, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do. So either way, I guess we're going to find out what it's going to be, and that could happen later this morning. 851 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Wisconsin's Morning News, WTMJ Forecast, sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. High of 43 degrees today, but we've got 52 for the high on Wednesday. Thursday's high 50 as well. That's the only chance right now in the five-day forecast to see any chance for precipitation. Isolated shower chance early on Thursday. Again, high of 50. WTMJ's Steve Scafidi, host of the Political Power Hour, is in this house here this morning. I want... I'm sure you'll talk about it, Steve, but I'd love to have you an opportunity or give you an opportunity to share with people. They're like, well, okay, if, Steve, if Steve's going to do an hour for his show, what's he going to do for the whole rest of the day? You have, I, I think it's really important for folks to know we have, we have and you have big plans for the time that you're not going to be on the air doing other content that people can access in different ways. Yeah, a lot of extra political stuff this year. So I got two weekly Decision Wisconsin podcast uh, newsmakers. Today I'm interviewing uh, Congressman Tom Tiffany. Uh, we'll talk about the Trump factor, you know, all that stuff revolving around the election. Uh, so I always do two bonus sort of shows each week, and I do a fun one on, on Friday for everything other than politics, just whatever I am interested in, just to kind of keep the fun part of the job, right? Not that politics can't be fun, but it can be uh, somewhat depressing at times. We all know right. that. <laughs> it can be a barrel of monkeys. Yes. A lot of laughs. All right, So, and where do folks find that? So that, that's on our podcast page, right? Everywhere you get podcasts. Okay. And on our WTMG.com website. It's hey. everywhere. So I have some breaking news. Yes. Governor Evers just posted a video. From the beginning, I would never stop fighting for fair maps. It's a new day in Wisconsin, showing the flags now. Of the, uh, they have rigged the maps in Wisconsin. Yeah. So they're showing more video of Wisconsin than most your man. They're talking about the maps. And now they're showing pens. Video now shows him signing something. So it indicates that he has or will be signing those maps. But doing the right thing into law. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't do a press conference if he wasn't signing, I would think, right? Yeah, we have a video. Here. What if he's going to get to that tax cut one? Because a lot of people are looking at that one as well. That's sitting there on the desk. Yeah, right? what? Long as, just, long as you got the pens. I'll look for the video. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it, buddy. Hey, where, do, where does that physically sit? The legislation once passed by the Senate and I the have, Assembly. Yeah, I have no idea. Does he have like a little inbox on the desk? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? It's like, hmm, I'm looking at that. Not today. Hmm, maybe tomorrow. It's an interesting question because, I mean, obviously a lot of taxpayers are curious about that one. Not that the maps aren't important. Yeah, I started to hear yesterday that he was going to have this and sign it. And, you know, it, this is this is time. 
And, and one of the things that you know, people are all, some people, even some of my guests, are frustrated that you know this is the state of affairs. But if you look at it from its base level, right, how it's supposed to work, this is actually how it's supposed to work. Legislature creates the maps, governor signs, we don't go to courts. So I know we've wasted some time in the process, but this is how it's supposed to work. And if the governor's, governor's happy about it and the uh, legislature said, uh, this is the best of the, uh, the worst case scenarios, maybe we should embrace that in Wisconsin. The Political Power Hour with Steve Scafidi and the whole rest of the new lineup on WTMJ is up next.